Welcome to the Streets Sessions, the business podcast brought to you by Streets Chartered Accountants. I'm James Pinchbeck, the firm's marketing partner, and I'll be hosting this session in which I'm joined by Annabelle Jackson Pro, CEO of the Wilson Organization, insurance and financial advisors, and a third generation family business. In this session, I'll be talking to Annabelle about the impact of the pandemic on family businesses both during lockdown, but has returned to a more normal world or a new order. I'll also be looking forward to talking to Annabelle about the Wilson's organisation's launch of a new online forum, Family Business Futures. Before I start our conversation, I thought it might be interesting to highlight the importance of family businesses to the UK. I'm sure many will not be aware of the following interesting facts. There are over 5 million family businesses in the UK. 88% of the UK's private sector firms are family businesses. Family businesses generate almost a third of UK GDP. Family businesses employ 14 million people in the UK, which is over 50% private sector employment and almost 40% of the UK's total employment. Perhaps if I may, Annabelle, I can ask you to start by giving us some insight to Wilson's, how the business started through to what you do today and the family's involvement in, in its day-to-day running, but also its continued success. Welcome, Annabelle. Thank you. The Wilson Organisation is a, we're a third generation family business and we provide insurance and financial advice to businesses and individuals across the UK. We celebrated our 100th birthday in 2014. So we've been around for a little while now. The business was started by my grandfather and a gentleman called Harold Wilson, not the Harold Wilson. And uh, the business passed to my father in the 60s. And then my sister joined the business in about 1997 and myself in 2001. And we have been going through a succession plan. And now the day-to-day running of the business is shared between my sister and I. Can I ask, does your father still have an active engagement with the business? Yeah, um, he is still the chairman of the business, comes in now to attend board meetings and um, really to provide us with support and advice on the more strategic side of the business. I suppose it draws on his wisdom and experience, doesn't it? Um, it, do- it does, yeah. Well, the Wilson organisation has, for many years, sought to support and work with family businesses. Uh, I think that's how we got to know each other with the work that you've been doing. How did this interest come about? And in particular, what activities do you do for such businesses? Well, I think we were going through um, about uh, 15 years ago, we started to think about succession in our own business. And I think it's not when you have an owner managed business it's not an easy thing to do. It's not an easy thing for the person in charge to give up um, control. And it's not easy for the next generation to take on that role because there's you know a lot of expectation and so through some networking events we met other family businesses uh, or the children of other family businesses the next generationers and we started talking to them and we realized that we were all of a similar age and we were all of a similar situation in our succession planning 
and we were all having the same problems. Initially, we just joined with one other family business and we went out for a meal with our family and their family and we sat down and we talked about things and we found it enlightening and we found it just so helpful to be able to firstly understand someone else's perspective, but also to know that we weren't alone. So we came back to our own business and we thought, well, you know, if that's two family businesses, there must be hundreds out there experiencing exactly the same thing. We decided that we were going to try and find a network of family businesses that not only that we could get support from them, but that we could support them in their succession planning. So that's pretty much how it started. And with that, you, you, that from that informal get together, and I can understand the benefit of that. And it's great to have that sort of peer to peer support, isn't it? You then started, uh, I mean, the awards, which your, your organisation is well known for, which I think now run for 10 years, didn't you? Started the Midlands Family Business Awards? We did. We started the Midlands Family Business Awards so that we could grow the community of family businesses in the Midlands. But also, I think family businesses, as we've already said, you know, they're the cornerstone of the economy, but they are not usually that good about shouting about how good they actually are and the contribution that they make. And so we wanted a way for family businesses to be recognised for their contribution, but also for each of them to be able to make connections with other family businesses so that both for support and also to do business with other family businesses. And I think, uh, and I'd say, we're delighted to be engaged in in the the Family Business Awards. And, And I think one thing particularly I find interesting or very worthwhile is the, the the judging process itself because I, I always feel that session is is some side like a an individual consultancy or support session. You're learning about a business, but you're also discussing with those businesses some of the challenges they face as uh, that are often you know the commercial ones, but also unique to a family business, isn't it? So I agree with you. It is a a, a brilliant support network, and, and businesses feed off each other. I think. It's nice they can be brought together. Also, you've recently, which we're going to talk about later, but you've recently launched a new family business uh, futures online forum, haven't you? Which I think is in response to perhaps some of the changes and and challenges of the pandemic that we weren't able to host an award last year. But uh, so I look forward to talking about that in, in due course. If we could now move on to just considering, you know, there's been a lot of coverage of the challenges businesses have faced during the pandemic and particularly during lockdown. Now, typically a family business is a business, so they will have experienced many of the same sort of challenges, but equally they will have experienced some individual and unique challenges. What do you think those family businesses have faced differently to perhaps their commercial counterparts? Okay, well, I think if we think about the positive things first about family businesses and how they've used those things to counteract the negative effects of lockdown and the pandemic. And I think the first thing that we have to consider is family businesses are super resilient. You know, they have been around for many years, so they've already been through many difficult situations. So the board and the family often have prior experience of dealing with difficult situations, which put them in a really good position to be able to deal with the pandemic. And I think part of the resilience comes from a number of factors. I think the first is that family businesses generally plan to be around for a very long time. So they have a long term view, which I think helps to um, weather the storm. They also have the ability for quick decision making because as a family, you can pull people in very quickly 
and decide what you need to do. There's usually a lack of debt in a family business or they tend to be quite cash rich. Again, if there was a period of time where trading was difficult or not possible, family businesses are well placed to be able to deal with that. And I think just the general paternalistic nature of a family business means that they have a commitment to their workforce and the well-being of the community that they're working in, which means that they were able to help people through what is a difficult time, both financially, physically, mentally, um, lots of different elements. But I think the challenges for, for the family businesses through the pandemic are probably that in times of anxiety or crisis, we tend to be introspective. And when that happens in a family, that can be quite difficult because there's so much at risk because you have, obviously you have your customers to worry about, you have your workforce to worry about, you have your own financial situation to worry about, and often your whole family is in that situation with you. So, I mean, we can liken it to this idea of, you know, like working from home where no one's getting in the car to commute, and therefore you don't have that wind down time getting to and from work. And it's kind of, sim- you know, it's a similar situation where, everybody has the same concerns and everybody's struggling in the same way in the same family and that can be highly stressful and I think that is the unique point about family businesses it's you know, there's a emotional dynamic which exists in a different way to other businesses that are non-family but we do know that family businesses have very strong values and usually very strong family commitment so I personally believe that the values that family businesses have have been held on to tightly and therefore they have weathered the storm well and they're now in a good position to move forward. I think you've highlighted some really good points there and actually I think uh, non-family businesses could learn a lot from family businesses. I think one of the last personally one of the lasting impacts of of the pandemic is the need to look for the longer term and greater sustainability of an enterprise um, you know, about the, the desire to keep being in business. I mean, I think one of the key contrasts is often corporate counterparts are short term, um, you know, return to shareholders, um, immediate profits, um, capital expenditures tends to be a bit higher and things like that. And so the gearing and the structure of the business is places it short term, you know, one to two years or even even shorter periods. But I think the point you make about most family businesses don't see it as the business will have a, a life cycle, i.e. end. It will have a life cycle about succession, but it won't necessarily end. You know, you've, yeah. you've highlighted there, if your business is over 100 years old, uh, you probably did, you, you might have experienced, not you personally, but the Spanish flu. You know, the, the concept of the interruption of the war, um, whilst the, the pandemic has been exceptional, those sort of frustrated circumstances, they're much more able to adapt, even though, the generation dealing with it weren't there at the time. It's just part of the DNA, would you say? I would definitely say that that's true. Um, and I think if we, in any situation, a crisis usually results in transformation, which can be very positive. And I think for family businesses, one of the great things about this is the um, innovation and the digital transformation that's really come as a result of the pandemic. Unfortunately, Lots of family businesses have a next generation who were trying to find a way into that business. And now they have something really positive to offer um, that perhaps the existing management generation 
don't have. So um, you can also see how the pandemic has created a voice really for the next generation. And I think it's really important that family businesses listen to how the next generation see the world, because I think they've got a, a really good contribution to make in you know, future proofing those businesses. And looking to the future, do you think there are any lasting impacts of the pandemic on uh, the way family businesses may be run? And I think probably more at the high end of the management in terms of, you know, succession planning, strategy, perhaps greater reliance on non-family members at a senior level or, or you know, through to, I think, in some sectors, we might, some businesses, family businesses might have gone, this was one thing too many for us. We, we can't survive this we probably sell or something but you know what what do you see any lasting impact or changes yeah I mean I think there are going to be family businesses who you know will look to sell as a result of this as any business you know perhaps um, businesses of a certain age or management team of a certain age I mean I know from our own experience we have non-family members that sit on our board and we would always advise family businesses to have non-family members sitting on board it's just another pair of eyes really to check what you're doing and to to see things differently because I think in a family you have certain behavioral norms I suppose and um I think you know how you behave in a family is translated how you in, in say around a dinner table is translates to how you behave in the business very often and um, sometimes that's not always good. And so having uh, an outside perspective is positive. And I think that post the pandemic, that becomes even more important to make sure that the family businesses are grasping every opportunity that's there. And I suppose you talked about, um, I think, uh, through this conversation, family businesses often have meetings around the dining table. You know, uh, they meet up at someone's house, a family member's house. It could be Sunday lunchtime. I'd imagine the pandemic's put, put a kibosh, to, certainly till now, on a lot of those sort of meetings. How have you found as a, as a family, the, the dialogue or the conversations, how have you adapted to those sort of, the, the way you might have done business to, you know, to, to actually taking decisions through to, you know, the direction of the business? Um, it's actually a very interesting question. I mean, uh, we actually took quite an interesting decision that through lockdown, one of us was going to be in the office and the other was not going to be in the office. A, to minimise the risk, but B, also to create some protection for our parents. So that was a, a decision where we had to divide ourselves. So as a result of that, there was a long period of time where as a family, we weren't together. So we but we made sure that we were in regular communication through um, you know, Zoom or um, on the phone. But it was definitely harder to communicate. And it was it was some of the difficult decisions were harder to take when we weren't face to face. And I think part of that is because you miss an element of communication, which is just that day to day chatter, you know, on on. Um, some kind of digital platform you tend to just get straight to the point and something is definitely lost in that communication so we had to work really hard to make sure that we were trying to do things both as a family and as business partners. Do you think you found or learned something about individual yourselves and individual other family members that you probably wouldn't have realised that without the pandemic have there been things you go 
you know, I'm sure you've, I know you all have stepped up to deal with the situation, but have you learned anything about either your own skills or your own background or fellow family members that you didn't know about? Yeah, I mean, I think in a family business or in any business, when things are going well, it's very, very easy for everyone to be friends. And I mean, anyone who says that conflict doesn't exist in a family business is definitely lying. So um, and then you add elements of stress into that, for example, a pandemic, and it becomes quite challenging to maintain the same level of open communication. And I think it creates it can create a situation where people feel more alienated. And I think for, for a management team to work well, you all have to be in regular contact. And, the, and through the pandemic, that's been very difficult. So I think perhaps not so much, it, but for us, it was perhaps not so much about learning something about anyone as an individual, but actually the importance of coming together. I mean, we work together and so as a family we try and do things outside of work together which we think is really important and we're you know we're quite a sporty family so that might be we cycle together we climb mountains we go hiking and that's really important for us as a family and then that translates to us as a family in business I would say that that it's really highlighted that that is really important to us. And I suppose you'll have spent um, a bit like any professional firm supporting businesses or B2B market. You'll have spent the last 12 to 18 months working hard to support your clients. Uh, but equally, you seem to have had the chance to do some further innovation, as I talked earlier, about creating an online forum for family business futures. Uh, perhaps you could give us some insight into how that came about and, and, and what it's set up to do and who is it aimed at? Yeah. Setting up an online community was something that we've wanted to do for a really long time. Um, but we, you know, we have a day job, which is insurance and financial services. And we run the Midlands Family Business Awards. And we have a fantastic team who help us to put that together. We have amazing sponsors, but it is quite labour intensive. And so we never really had the opportunity to set up anything online. So when the pandemic happened, we thought, OK, we can't run the Family Business Awards. So this is our opportunity to innovate and to create something that we've wanted to do for a long time. Because I think the evidence shows that successful multi-generational family businesses are both resilient and innovative. But that's not just by you know that they don't just achieve that by talking to each other they achieve that by reaching out to other family businesses and and the evidence is very clear on that so we want to create something that would be both supportive and it would be a place where people could learn about different family businesses and different elements of being in that also best practice and a place where people could trade as well with like-minded people um, so that's pretty much what we set out to create as a um, not-for-profit initiative. Um, and we just want to see family businesses thrive. How, how can those interested in you know, other family businesses get access to the forum and, and, and engage with it? Because I know we've talked about it, we're supporting you with the forum, and you will have all those people that have taken part in the Midlands Family Business Awards. They feel that they're a family community in their own right and, and, and you know created that. But how do other family businesses uh, take part in the forum? 
Well, um, it's free for family businesses to join. Um, it's called Family Business Futures. They can either look that up or they can get in touch with us and we can send them um, a link to join. And um, then they can become part of the forum. And there's lots of discussions on there um, around any issues people are having. Um, we hope at some point in the future that we might be able to move to some actual real human contact and have some sort of meetups and some networking. Um, which would be really nice. Um, hopefully that's not that far away. But for the time being, you know, we've got fantastic content on there to really to help people. I think the important thing with the, the forum is actually it is a, a discreet audience or, 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 or a group of people, isn't it? That, that people feel comfortable that there, there are other family businesses and it's not got uh, a plethora of other people who have not got any, an interest in that, that, that their business. It's, I think that creates that... Uh, assurance and, and, and confidence that they're, that they're sharing experience with other family businesses, doesn't it? Yeah, I think that's exactly right. I mean, um, what we wanted to do was to create somewhere, yeah, which was discreet. Um, you could ask questions quite confidentially. Um, you can get access to help without it becoming public. But you can also share publicly some of the good things that you're doing with other family businesses. But what we didn't want to have was some network where people were being sold to or were being or were being approached by businesses that don't understand family businesses you know we were only prepared um, to have contacts on there who either are a family business or who directly understand family businesses and, and I think also you've picked up but we talked here about ge next generation of family business leaders managers directors increasingly we you know the pandemic has escalated the digital way of doing business and use of technology and I think this is a great way of uh, of integrating a communication to more family businesses I know historically the the, the business awards has been midland centric mm -hmm. this this allows a much greater reach and I think that's what we've seen with the pandemic is if there's a connection you can connect with anybody anywhere in the world you know you, you may even find you're dealing with family businesses you know, across the globe in due course Thank you for that. And I think the, um, I really look forward to continuing our engagement with the forum. And, 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 and I agree with you, it'd be lovely to meet up um, with family businesses going forward. And hopefully we'll, we'll all be able to do that soon. But just going back, you know, it's the, I'm sure that the forum will have created a lot of interest with listeners. Could you give me a, a, a web address or a, a contact so that uh, we can direct people? Yeah, no problem. It's at familybusinessfutures.co.uk. And if you go to the website, there's um, a request to join link at the top of the page. Thank you. And thank you, Annabelle, for, for joining us and giving, you, giving us your insight to your own business, but also your thoughts and challenges of opportunities facing family businesses and for telling us more about the family business futures. We wish you all the best with the new forum and continued success with your own family business. Thank you. Streets Chartered Accountants are delighted to be supporting the Family Business Futures and to have supported Wilson's Midlands Family Business Awards for many years. Streets has a long-standing tradition of looking after multi-generational family businesses. We're slightly older than the Wilson organisation, founded in 1907, but Streets shares many of the excellent values associated with running a family business and understands the challenges faced in managing and growing a business from one generation to the next. We also recognise the need to balance the often unique qualities associated with running a family business with the growing commercial challenges of an ever-changing world. If you have any specific concerns or questions having listened to this podcast, please do email info at streetsweb.co.uk or visit streetsweb.com.
www.thepodcast.co.uk. Thank you also to you for listening. We look forward to catching up with you again in future sessions.